This is Rob Lindley. And this is Sarah Davis. And this is How Much Do We Love, episode 34. Woohoo! Now, this is an exciting episode because we're coming up on one of my favorite holidays. Yes. Is it one of your favorite holidays? It is one of my favorite. I don't get crazy cuckoo nana about it, but I do enjoy it. And of course, I we're talking about Arbor Day. Halloween. No, <laughs> Halloween. <laughs> The All's Hallows Eves. Woo! I love it. Wasn't that fun? Oh wait, wait. Um, so Halloween. It was always a big, a big fun um, holiday in my family. And in fact, until recently, my mother still sent me a little box every Halloween. Oh yeah, with some little with treats. little goodies or um, you know, like maybe some Halloween underwear and some oh, Hershey's kisses. Delicious. And some bat, like bat socks. No stuff like that. I have to say, and this is more of the wonderful character building that I had as a child, we um, always had signs around our house that said things like, Happy Harvest. Oh. Like, we never had anything that was Halloween, ever. Because, you know, pagan. I know. My parents were so worried that we were going to turn into demon worshippers. Like, because... we weren't allowed to watch Bewitched in my house. Really? <laughs> They're hardcore. My dad, to this day... He got really angry with me the last time I saw him because I made a joke. I'm like, I'm so glad that Harry Potter came out when I was an adult so I could read it. <laughs> and he didn't find it amusing at all. No. So at our house, it was always kind of a debate whether we were even allowed to dress up. And if we did dress up, we couldn't be witches or devils. Well, now, does he know about the time when you um, accidentally won a Harry Potter lookalike contest? Yeah, no, he doesn't know about <laughs> Tell that story. Oh, that story. um, <laughs> when book four came out, um, I, well, I'm a full fledged, not ashamed of it. Harry Potter nerd ball. Yeah. Sing it. And, um, if you all, most of you have seen pictures of me, um, especially if a really good picture to get a sense of this is if you go to my blog, my personal blog, the picture at the top is a good one to reference for this. Um, I have always worn kind of roundish glasses and I've always had very messy hair. And um, I You've wear always scarves. been a British schoolboy. Yeah, I, I wear <laughs> scarves a lot. I don't right? know. Um, I do. I, all of my scarves are always kind of striped. Anyway, I went to the book release for book four and I went to like midnight at um, the Barnes and Noble right in the middle of Lincoln Park. And it was a big event. And I was there with my friend Morgan. And we were so tickled because there were all these children so excited and wearing witch outfits and wizard outfits. and Like a hundred Hermione's. It, totally. And mm -hmm. when you walked in, they had a sorting hat and you would reach your hand in and they would tell you what house you were in. Awesome. And so I reached in and I got a, a Gryffindor um, sticker and I put it on my jacket that I had on. And then someone later, when we're walking around waiting for midnight, handed me a lightning bolt tattoo. And they're like, oh, would you want a temporary tattoo? I'm like, oh yeah, that sounds great. And everyone else was kind of holding theirs, but I just licked slapped it right on to mine, <laughs> slapped it on, walked around with my hand on my forehead and then peeled it off. So I had the thing. Yeah. So I'm waiting in line to pay for our um, my copy of the book that I put on hold and they're like, and the winners of the Harry Potter lookalike contest will each receive a box set of one through three and, uh, and a copy of book four. And they're all these little kids have their fingers crossed. Right. And they're like, they're going to pee. They're and so they're excited. Like, and the winner is this guy right over here. <laughs> I hadn't written my name down or anything. Right. 
And <laughs> I was in line already with my book, ready to pay for it. Oh. And I'm like, okay, well, um, and these kids are kind of looking at me like, are you really going to keep those? And I'm like, yes. You're six feet tall, right? <laughs> I'm six feet tall, and I, and I'm, at the time, I was like 28 or 29. I'm like, I don't care. I, oh, I love it. And, um, yeah, my dad doesn't so much know about that part. Right. But we always, my mom would do, like, would, like, sit us down and read us the history of Halloween, which was, you know, and that, and would try to put some spin on it, that it was really to keep evil spirits away. So it was a good thing, and it was right. a Christian thing. It wasn't an excuse to be evil. It was more of, An excuse know, to eat candy. Yes. And my mom <laughs> and dad are the, those trick-or-treat, and there's, like, Bible verses stuck in with the candy. Wait, say that again. You were gleeping. My say parents it. are those lame people that you go to their, their trick-or-treating, and uh-huh. they put, like, Bible verses. <gasps> yes. A little candy awesome. thing. <laughs> like, my <laughs> like bar, she gives away, like, little treat bags that mm-hmm. are full, lots of little candies, and a Bible verse. I love it. Okay, well, here is uh, one of the most excellent things about the Halloween season is the um, prolific number of pumpkins and pumpkin products oh, to be found. Yummy. We love the pumpkin. And now, for those of you who have been listening a while, know that I'm accidentally growing pumpkins in my front yard. That's wonderful. Right? They turned the, the picture that I posted was back when it was still green, but they, I have two of them. They did turn orange. So they are, in, I believe they are, in fact, a pumpkin of some kind. So um, I still pumpkins. haven't even picked them, but I think I may have to pick it. And maybe I'll take it up uh, to my nephews tomorrow when I go up there. We can carve that sucker. Well, that would be fun. Yeah, that would be fun because, you know, I don't know what it'll if it'll sit on my front porch. But, um, yeah, so we love the pumpkin. And well, you, Do you think you will roast the seeds? We might. That was something that was a very fun thing when I was a kid. We would get the pumpkin, and then my ah. we would scoop all the goop out, and you know, put it on the tr- on the cookie sheet, and yeah. and roast them up. I love them. That's that's my favorite part about getting a pumpkin to carve is the seeds. Mm-hmm. I love it. When I was little, I have some v- vague memory of my mom kind of tossing them in peanut butter. Oh, they were really yummy. I don't remember exactly what they were, but as an adult, I got some recipe which i'm not like there's no reason for me to i can kind of tell you what it was but you can make up your own thing right and or look it up on like martha um i would like you toast them and then um toss them in a little peanut oil and cayenne pepper and cinnamon and a little a little bit of sugar and a lot of kosher salt yum those sound delicious yeah it just makes like this wonderful kind of like sweet but hot um, snack. Delicious. But also this time of year, well, any time of year, but I just got a gigantic bag of pumpkin seeds. It's eat. not, they're not as fun when you buy them as them when you make them. They're no, still delicious, but they're, there's something about the roasting yourself. They would always have like a little bit of the stringy pumpkin goo on them. Yeah, like baked on. <laughs> yes, exactly. Maybe that's and it was so fun to kind of suck on the outside part and crack it with your teeth. Mm. Enjoyable. Oh, you're right. Right? Oh, I want some right now. That sounds good. It sounds so good. I love pumpkin soup. I love yes. going to restaurants this time of year that have soup. Like, I like all the winter squash soups. I like butternut squash soup and me that too. kind of stuff. And it's very easy to make. I've been making it quite a bit because I get a lot of it with my produce box and you just uh-huh. roast it up and or you don't even have to roast it. You can microwave it. If you're going to puree it, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Puree it up. It's good with some – put some leeks in there is good. Yummy. A little bit of cream. Some chicken broth. Delicious. Maybe um, we can and do a then, whole soup episode coming up. 
Oh, we love when soup. When it gets to be soup weather. Yes. Which it is kind of already. It doesn't ever really get to be soup weather here, but it could be in the, in the um, dead of winter when it's like 40 degrees. <laughs> I one time saw a, a soup, and again, I, I'm going to keep referencing Martha Stewart because she's kind of like well, goes crazy at Halloween. Yeah. But um, she did a, a pumpkin soup that you served in a mini pumpkin. Yes. And then it had a, like a chicken pot pie dough <gasps> crust thing, thing? That went on top of it. Whoa. So kind of like with the same concept of a chicken pot pie meets French onion soup. Like there was just a delicious, Yum. yummy puff pastry. It, it was literally like she had taken some puff pastry dough. Cut, slapped a square on it. Cut like rustic squares, but then had um, taken cookie cutters and made a little leaf just, yes. and just had one leaf on top. Oh, yummy. Look at, oh, of course. Good. Doesn't that sound good? Yes. And then pumpkin we, filled ravioli. Ooh, pumpkin ravioli. That's Yum. that's a good fall food. That's um uh kind of the specialty of the house at a uh, Italian restaurant right by my home. Oh yeah. Madonna. Oh yes. Madonna. I've been there many many times. They have that's a delicious house salad. That that house Douglas. salad with that delicious goat cheese on it. Oof. I don't know if I've had it's the, the Madonna salad. It's so delicious. Hey, you know I they have a good brunch. Have you ever checked out their brunch? I have not. Yeah, check it out. We um, go there for the prefix a lot because oh. they do like the nineteen dollars for three courses and enjoyable. Yeah, that's good. It's a good place. Check out the brunch. It's really good and affordable. And then, of course, the other you know classic pumpkin food is the is the pumpkin pie. Oh, yum. I, though I have to say, um, when I moved to California, I, I moved here to live with a boyfriend um, with whom I don't live any longer. <laughs> but um, at the time... Well played, Sarah. Yes. Uh-huh. And um, <laughs> he loved pumpkin pie, so I was like, I'm going to get him a pumpkin pie. And I was at Costco where they have pies that are like the size of, you know, a doormat pretty much <laughs> for, I don't know, four ninety nine. And I thought, oh, look at this excellent pumpkin pie. So I brought it home with a can of whipped cream and... Mm. Unfortunately, that pie was so big that you'd think you were cutting a normal sized slice, but then when it got on your plate, it would just be huge. And we kind of OD'd on pumpkin pie. And we made a pie rule, <laughs> which was that if you took a piece of pie, you had to finish it. Oh my. Which is really a bad rule for <laughs> eating, right? But it was sort of like, I think I want to have some more pie. Okay, well, if you take a piece of pie, then you have to, have to eat it. It's the pie <laughs> rule. It was just some weird joke we had. But um, both of us <laughs> got burned by the pie rule. More than once, I'm, and uh, with sure. the same pie. I mean, that pie lasted like a week, and uh, ever since then, it's a little hard to eat pumpkin pie. Then, in fact, I was at Costco recently, and they had those pies, and they were giving out samples, and I couldn't do it. I was with You're a like, friend. No. It's like no, I, I know what it tastes like. Trust me. Trust me. <laughs> oh, but it's so good. It's such a I good like to texture. mix it up a little bit with um, uh, pumpkin cheesecake. I enjoy too. Mm. Very also tasty. delicious, or like a oh, a pumpkin gelato. Oh, yummy. Pumpkin desserts. Good stuff. Really good stuff. All right. Pumpkins, delicious for eating, but also good for decorating. Oh, and one more. Oh, just one okay. More. And mm -hmm. this is another like tradition that I do seasonally. And I this year I've been good. I think I've only had it once. I love the pumpkin loaf at Starbucks. Oh. But I have to report this part. It's okay. different according to where you live. Oh. Because they outsource their baking. Mm. Mm -hmm. So in Chicago, it's this very heavy, moist 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 cake that you can't even pick up Oof. because it'll fall apart like a, because it, yeah it's almost wet like it feels like it's soaked in something delicious and it's delicious with a chai latte it's perfect Tom. but, Ooh, but I, that's another thing pumpkin spice latte oh yummy okay, okay back to your story but <laughs> i got it though i was in new york one time 
over, you know, like in October. And I was like, oh, pumpkin loaf. And I ordered it and it was like the color of pumpernickel bread. Hmm. And it had weird seeds on top of it. Like no, maybe no. pumpkin seeds. I was like, this is incorrect. No, that doesn't sound But in good. New York, they also have black and white cookies yes. in their Starbucks. And we do not have that in Chicago. We don't. You know, that's a kind of a New York pastry item. I was somewhere recently. Oh, I was at a bakery in Palo Alto at this really excellent bakery. And they had black and white cookies and they were totally not the right thing. No, they're not right. It's like, these aren't, these aren't black and white cookies. They weren't even close. Um, but yeah, the pumpkin spice latte. I love That's the good. seasonal Starbucks offerings, but I have to say what I like better than the pumpkin spice latte is the peppermint mocha, but that's for Christmas, oh, so that's for a future episode. hold on for that. <laughs> Chocolate and peppermint, it's good stuff. Good. Okay, so well, what we were saying is that pumpkins, delicious for eating, also good for decorating, decorating. and crafts. That's right. And it is a great time of year for decorating and crafts, and we love people who do up their houses for Halloween. Yeah. Now, again, at my house growing up, it was very much more like, we're celebrating the harvest, autumn, you know, and my mom would like... Have a cornucopia. Yeah, my mom would get one of the farmers from our from our church to bring her a bunch of corn and she would do I don't know what those things are called, where you take a bunch of corn stalks and you tie it together at the top. Right. And it makes like, it makes like a huge teepee type thing out of corn. I'm going to, I've come up with a name for it right now and it's called the maize bundle. Maze bundle. Okay. I think that's what it was called. The maize bundle. Was so it regular? Sh- was it regular corn or like the Indian yeah. corn? Oh, see, I, we always well, had. My parents would get that well, kind with the red and the orange. We, and the- that's what my, that's what you hang on the door. Oh, okay. Like you do three um, <laughs> harvest three three corn cobs with the husks up in the air and right. a bow. My mom also made corn husk dolls. She was really into oh, that. In I the did 70s. that at camp. I loved uh, my it. My mom did it for the hell of it i don't know we had them <laughs> everywhere and she would have one you know she had th- thanksgiving ones that she had dyed the husks to be black and oh, white oh fancy doris is crafty. like pilgrims mm-hmm. oh, i love her like Puritans. she had a I whole nativity it. set made out of them <gasps> that's awesome i think i just made them at camp well, I, but we also made the thing where you carve a face in an apple and let it all dry up <laughs> That oh, was another if i think that disgusted me and totally every once in a while i creepy. see people with that face Yes. You're like, I'm on the 22 bus, and I'm like, oh, apple lady face. <laughs> Good lord. Wash yourself. I think of Gilligan's Island and, like, the, the, the so stereotypical <laughs> natives with the shrunken head dolls. Yeah. Not oh. um, so PC, but um, in how to, how to you, make, right? How did Jungle Marge decorate the place for Halloween? We, well, we don't, she, she still decorates the place. Are you kidding? <laughs> she loves it. Of course it. she does. Well, she has a flagpole outside on the carport, and she always has a different flag up depending on the season or the holiday. Oh, and she has I love a it. huge potpourri of flags, as it were. She's got the fall flag. I'm sure she has a bat flag or something for Halloween. And my, <laughs> and my brother in law is, um, He's into bats. I mean, not in some weird way. He just, you know, he has, he, he modded his neon, his black Dodge neon to be like a bat car. He put, um, like fins on the back of it and it was awesome. Um, awesome. yeah, it was the bat car. He, he called it the, I can't remember what it was, like the 69 neon or the, you know, like 67 <laughs> neon, but it was just this, you know, hilarious, um, bat car, but then it got totaled. Um, but he loves bats, and so my mom loves Halloween because she can buy him all kinds of presents, you know, like orange socks with bats on them, or yes, or you know what? What she just brought me when they were in town, a um, a big sort of stuffed witch on a scrunchie for me to have a <laughs> ponytail. 
Are you kidding? I'm not kidding. How big is the witch? It's not, uh, it's, well, it's large enough that you would know that you were wearing it. It's like, I don't know, four inches. I have to look again. And then some other kind of glittery bat hair, hair tie thing, which I, I, it's kind of awesome. I may have to find, like if I was a school teacher, it would be the perfect thing to wear, right? Right. Oh, I loved it. But we would always have, um... Something on the door, usually, um, and mom likes sort of the quirky, weird stuff. She didn't have, like, the yeah. big inflatable sound things. But but on actual Halloween, they would usually put a bunch of stuff up on the front porch, which was really fun. Right. She gets into it. Um, but, you know, in my old neighborhood in Chicago um, that I lived in, I don't know, five years before I moved, which is sort of your neighborhood now, but um, yeah, closer to the lake, in the Lakewood Balmoral neighborhood in Andersonville in Chicago, there's this one block of, I guess it's Lakewood, or it's is it Glenwood? What's the first one east of Clark Street? I think, I think that's it's, Glenwood. I think it's Glenwood, but they call yeah. the area Lakewood Balmoral. But from Balmoral to the uh, north, you should go take a walk down there because everyone it was this block of beautiful like old gray stones and yeah, everyone went to town they had like that they'd have that huge the trendy thing now where it looks like a witch f- flew into a tree have you seen oh, that God. yes yes but they had whole haunted like cemeteries set up on the lawns oh. and there was this one pair of houses next to each other what would decorate that would decorate together every year and they had a whole cemetery and stuff between the houses it was awesome i loved it i just love that everybody got so into it now i don't on see my... this much in my neighborhood here i've seen a couple um, of giant spiders yeah like the inflatable thingies I've or seen those like- two. There's one of those across the street. It's actually just sort of pathetic looking. But there was one, just a huge, I don't know, like the size of a small pony, just sort of, it wasn't inflatable. I don't know what it was made of. Um, pipe, Very large pipe cleaners, maybe, <laughs> with light up <laughs> eyes that was uh, a couple. Well, it was actually the house. Ha- we called it the house with the sad horse because they, this house had this, has this weird, it's about the size of a carousel horse. This statue, but it's not a carousel horse. It's just a horse, but it's oh. really sad and creepy. Like its head's kind of down, and it <laughs> looks really sad. And Blue they had factory. decorated him for Halloween. They put cobwebs on him. That scary horse. Oh, even better. Total horse of horror. Yeah. Yeah, from the Ichabod Crane story. Yes, I don't know. He he's creepy. I, maybe he's still there. I should. I'll try to get a picture because he was good. One of my um, other favorite things um, was in the grocery store. In, oh, very early October, maybe late September, in the bread section, in the Mm. jewel, there was a huge spider. (laughs) Just this big, like, one you kind of unfold and bend sitting on the floor. And I I took a picture of it with my cell phone because I thought, what? There were were no other Halloween decorations, just a huge spider in the bread aisle. Like in the aisle or on a shelf? On the floor next to one of the freestanding little, you know, um square things that has bread on it. I have a picture of it. It's on my mobile. I, I mean, I have to say, I would scream if I saw No, that. it was big. No, it wasn't it, it wasn't something you would mistake for a real spider. It okay. was like two feet tall. <laughs> it was very large. Okay. It was a definite decoration. It just seemed very out of place. But par- partly I that's why I enjoyed it. I some of that crap. Yeah. Now, on, my, on the block that I live on right now, there's, um, there's some, like, gravestones like that I live in, and then there's some actual homes with mm-hmm. yards. I know a lot of people, when they think of Chicago, don't think of yards and right. fences and stuff. But th- this neighborhood, similar to where Sarah was describing, is very residential. So 
now these people it looks like christmas like if you from far away you would think it's christmas because they do their trees with like purple and blue fairy lights and orange lights wow um the on their porch they have like a chandelier that looks like it's made out of skeleton bones (gasps) awesome i mean it's really intense and they have those weird like motion detector voices that talk when you go by (laughs) they have gravestones oh i love it that say like you know here lies ip freely and you know right (laughs) with weird epitaphs on them I love that. I actually, I, you know, I got to find my. I, I got to find her. I, my favorite Halloween decoration was this really great. Um, was made of wood and it was maybe a foot tall and it was a witch, but she was she was you know like a folksy folk art witch, not uh-huh. a scary witch. And she had a big. Her, she was sort of a triangle, and then her legs and arms were other pieces. It was one of those toys that you then you pull oh, the you string pull on, on the bottom. It. Yeah, I always like to put that in my door. Actually, I should dig that up. I think I still have that. Um, and just a little trivia thing here. Okay. Um, they were talking about on on Tim Gunn's podcast, he was talking about going to Laura Bennett's house, and she had this really intricate chandelier that was made out of bones. Ooh. And and she said that she made it for a Halloween party and like had made it out of like plastic skeleton awesome. things. And she made a big chandelier, and she liked it so much she put that it in she now keeps it up year-round. I love that. That's another reason we love the Laura Bennett. We do. I'm realizing that we have so much to talk about. And I think we should... Um, should we wrap list- this one up? Well, I think we can talk a few more minutes and then we're just going to do a bonus episode of the rest of our pre-Halloween stuff. That'll be that a little bonus great. for over the weekend because uh, there's some other stuff. But we also wanted to talk about all of the... Um, the how Martha Stewart and... Remember Rosie O'Donnell? We love the... Um, just the Halloween TV craft themed people. programming. Yes. Yeah. Well, and actually, they go crazy. They go, especially the talk show stuff like that. Yes, we love Regis it. Regis and Kelly, they always dress up. I, I love know. seeing what are they going to have on this year. Mm-hmm. Rosie always had really good ones, though. Did Katie and Matt ever dress up? Yes, they did. Last year, um, Matt was Paris Hilton. Yes. Oh, and remember, he was Jennifer and Lopez Katie, one year in that and, in that yes, flowered totally. dress. I love it. Katie was Marilyn Monroe last year, I believe. I just saw that. The only reason I know this is because I go to people.com every once in a while, and they were doing celebrities dressed up kind of thing. I love it. Halloween's just Roseanne fun. was always really good. Too. Yeah. Good stuff. I liked Roseanne. So All do right. you know what you're doing for Halloween? Um, I do. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to a club in San Francisco to see Roz and Coven, which is my sister's band, and Halloween is their biggest show of the year. They... They call themselves the Bay Area's premier pagan lounge ensemble. We've played some of their music before, and um, we will probably play some of it on the next episode. But if any of you guys, listeners, are around, it's at the DNA Lounge. Uh, It's a big show for them. It's very, very popular, so get your tickets now. You can go to dnalounge.com. They have all kinds of... um, of love, ceremony, and pomp, and circumstance. Oh, it sounds awesome. It's awesome. And uh, I'm still deciding on a costume, but I have a little bit of time. I think I know what I'm going to do, but uh, we're going to talk about that later. So what are you going to do? I have been invited to one party, and at first, and um, I don't really, I haven't really cemented what I'm going to do. Doug (laughs) has to work, of course, so um, I don't know what we're going to do. Maybe we'll go to this party, and... um, you know, it's weird when Halloween's not on a weekend. Yes, it is weird. So um, I don't know if I'm going to go to a party this weekend and then do something Halloween night. I don't know. And I don't really have a costume yet. 
Well, that's never stopped you from coming up with something great, which we're going to talk about. Um, we'll talk about that on the next one. Uh, yeah, or maybe the one after. But um, all right, Yay. so we're going to wrap this one up, and we're going to finish up, and you guys will get a, a special bonus episode this weekend. How exciting. Woohoo! <laughs> so uh, you can email us at podcast at howmuchdowelove.com. That's right. And why don't you, if you have some fancy, crazy Halloween decorations, take a picture of it. Send it to us. We, we always love, love seeing see what you're up to. Um, you can also... Uh, Give us a call and leave us a comment there. We love hearing your beautiful voices. We're at area code 20633-WE-LOVE. That's W-E-L-U-V. And um, we love hearing from you. Excellent. All right. So uh, we will talk to you soon. Have a good night. Bye, everybody. (laughs) 